Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome into the PHNX Cardinals podcast presented by the DraftKings Sportsbook app, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. This Thanksgiving, be thankful for free bets. New customers can bet just $1 on any Thanksgiving NFL game and win $100 in free bets if either team scores a point. Just remember to use the code PHNX when you sign up. Cheers and Susel here with Frank Sanders and Johnny Venerable. And guys, we are so close to Turkey Day. Yeah. I we, we had a Friendsgiving, got our toes wet in the Thanksgiving food already. But uh, there's nothing like the tradition of getting together with your family. I get to eat my parents' food, which to me is the, the best, right? And so I can't wait. Yeah, I think it is a little overrated when you have like you start to have kids and then you're the one that then has to cook oh, all yeah, day. Yeah, yeah. And then my son's like, what's that yucky smell? And I'm like, this is this sucks. I don't want to do this. I want to go somewhere else and have it brought to me like the first, you know, 25 plus years of my life. And that's not what happens anymore. It's it's unfortunate if you don't. I'm, I'm assuming that your your guys's family doesn't live nearby. They don't. Yeah. They, so you they can't just go somewhere. Else. Yeah. We got away. It's like, do we want to fly home with two kids? and go through the rigors of that or what we're going to do for the third consecutive year is my wife and I'll cook and my six-year-old and my two-year-old will be crazy all day and then my wife and I'll just eat the majority of the food so that's how it goes okay I well I I did enjoy last night's uh, festivity and our Friendsgiving situation I thought that was great a lot of great food food that was brought Johnny's, to the table. Uh, what was that again? Corn casserole. Johnny's corn Look, casserole was, a was like a hit. It was a it was, hit. It was his wife's corn casserole. Well, well yes. yeah. yeah. All right. Kelsey, great job. Yeah. I can make it probably about 75, 80% of how good it was last night. Um, Thank I'll God do you like an ingredients or a quantity incorrectly and it'll still be good, but it won't be that good. She, I wanted to make sure you guys got the real deal. We appreciate that. And Thank you Derek for that. had a bomb brisket. Yeah. Oh my he had Most a brisket. of the food was gone. We did Friendsgiving right. Saul had really ribs. Good. That was just absolutely fabulous. Yeah, very good. I mean, I thought it was great. So, and then me, I'm from Fort Lauderdale, Florida. Both my parents have passed away. So oh. dad passed at nine, mom passed at 17. I have not seen, or I, I do miss, like Johnny says, waking up when someone's cooking and you can smell their good cooking mm-hmm. compared to when you're cooking your own and you feel like something's missing. Like I'm doing something wrong in here. I just think this is not that mama smell that I'm used to having, but I do have a lot of good friends that I go hang out with. And I think I blocked it out of my memory now that I'm thinking about it, mm-hmm. but I actually, the majority of my adult life, I've spent Thanksgiving in a newsroom. 
Really? Not and this year. Not this year. Just be with the fam. <laughs> but yeah, it's like this tradition. Like all the newsrooms, you know, they they bring in like Cracker Barrel or something like that Thanksgiving. Oh, and then everybody, everybody's like, okay, there's like four of us. Okay, what are we all thankful for? And I'm like, not to be here. So I don't know what to tell you. Thanks for the food. Oh, man, that reminds me. <laughs> we're going to actually need you to come in tomorrow. Yeah. Cheers. You know what's crazy about that? Yeah, I'm similar to your situation. Like I'm working. either playing, yeah, I'm working. Like most of the times, either you're catching it on a Thursday night football or you're catching some time in that window of time where you're working, you're not really not really with the family. Either you're traveling yeah. and then you're going the week the day before or they'll let you come in and have a quick little, with the family, they'll move practice back. So you can wake up and have practice and then you'll do it that way. Or we'll move practice up so you can get done a lot earlier so then now you can get home with the family. It is weird, man. When you're playing sports, it does offset your uh, all of your most of oh, well most of your family traditions. When you're basically at the house with the kids, cracking open some presents, or you're trick or treating, but you can't trick or treat with the kids because you're on the road trip and you got it's just. I almost cried right then. I'm gonna stop oh that. Stop on that story. Right, no, it's now. just I'm here now. I mean, but it's just one of those things you think you go back and look. Like you say, you was you've been in a newsroom. Yeah. You know what I mean? With like Cracker Barrel, like with four people, like nothing's wrong with Cracker Barrel. Trust Actually, me. Actually, they've got some really great cranberries and right. stuffing, which I'm about to talk about. That's my favorite. That's the saddest thing I've ever heard. Yeah, let's let's not talk about let's that. Not look I didn't know we were going to go down that road. I am so well, sorry. Just, to- it's the it's the backside. Of, it's the back. It's the backside of sports. There's definitely a sacrifice, I will say. You know, I am by no means even close to living a lifestyle of a professional athlete, but my career is centered around sports nonetheless. And there's definitely sacrifice around it. Yes, yes, yes. All right. Do you guys want to get into our Thanksgiving food rankings? Yes, let's do it. Yes, yes, yes. Let's go first. Let's go, Frank. Let me. Um, Well, I am a. I'm a sweet tooth junkie, 100%. Like, I love sweet tooth no yeah. matter what. Cakes, cookies, ice cream. But when it comes to Thanksgiving. Okay, we are doing a Thanksgiving-themed show, and our producer is saying Thanksgiving is overrated. Jacob, we need Can, you to be positive. We sir. need you know what? <laughs> I mean, I got to defend myself. I just am not a thing. We're decorated for Christmas in our household already. Like, I'm just not a Thanksgiving person. I'm good with that, too. Are you, through and through, are you like, grateful for anything? I mean, yeah, I'm grateful for things, but I can be grateful for things more than one day a year. Well, that's the same type of person that would say, Val- I, I love my spouse, but I don't need to celebrate them on Valentine's Day. Ta-da. The same also kind think, of person. I also, sorry, like, I, I Jacob hates holidays. Time. Valentine's Christmas. Day also sucks. But. <laughs> <laughs> well. How did I know you would be that kind of person? He's that dude, man. He's, he's logic. <laughs> all right, Frank. Sorry to interrupt. Sweet no, potato it's pie. all good. Like, sweet potato pie is my favorite. Honestly, right now, my favorite sweet potato pie is patty pie. Like Pat, Patty LaBelle, sweet potato pie. Like she's, you can go to Walmart and get oh. them. But her sweet potato pie reminds me of home. Like you can taste all of the beauty. You can taste all the beautiful, beautiful flavors of a wonderful sweet potato pie in Patty. And then there's collard greens, and I got Mama's fried chicken with onion gravy and rice. Yum. I love apple pie with ice cream. Just to throw that in there. And then some good candy yams with ham. Um, I like to kind of have that blend at the end of the night. But I'll mix them. As I go, but that's my list of what I think in, on the top of the thing. I'm going to go for the sweet potato pie first and then some collard greens to get my greens and everything else. I'm going to work my way through. You and I both with the apple pie with ice cream right there. Same spot. 
I love it. I'm just gonna go. I'm just gonna go next year. Guys. Stuffing and cranberries are my top two, but in reality, I mix them together. So I never eat one without the other. Just sort of mix it. And then my dad's baked beans. He makes this like brown sugar sausage baked beans. Nice. Oh my gosh. Oh my goodness. <laughs> I will like. I just can't even tell you how good they are. It was like a. Uh, family re- like secret recipe mm-hmm. that mm. like was eventually handed down to my dad a couple years ago. So he just kind of started <clears throat> making it. Now he makes it for every holiday. Yeah. And uh, oh my goodness. So that would be number three. Then apple pie with ice cream. I'm going to give them a shout out and tell you guys a story about this uh, this local bakery called uh, Sugar Jam Southern Kitchen. Mm-hmm. Have you ever heard of it? Mm. It's called Sugar Jam. Last year, I needed to bring a pie, uh, and it was sort of last minute, so I was just like, just basically Googling, like, who who can I still buy a pie from? And so it was apple crumble pie, and for some reason, I was really hungry when I picked it up and opened it, and I was like, oh my gosh, this looks really good. I kid you not, I ate half the pie (laughs) and had to go buy another one. I had to go back and buy another one because it was so good. What I appreciate... Appreciate about you, Cheers, is you do not mess around with your food. No. I when I when I when we're in a public setting, she's not the type of person that says, Oh, I don't want to eat because we're gonna do camera or whatever. She will have a full plate. And I appreciate that about you. Maybe too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that's my apple pie and ice cream story. And then what was my last one that I had? Oh, ham. And then ham. I I, I can do without the turkey and without the ham, really. I'm more of like a side dish type of person, but I do like a good ham. That's a good list. I would I would pick my list over both of yours uh, handedly. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna start with with turkey. If we can get the graphic back up, Mr. Jacob, turkey with gravy, very old school. I'm a little concerned. I've only cooked a turkey once before. Last year during the pandemic, we didn't mess around. We just had it catered in. We have a new air fryer at our house, Ooh. and I'm hoping that I can kind of pound it in there to see, and so I can just shut it and not have to mess with it. Okay. But if but if it doesn't fit, you know, TBD on on how. And when we get salmonella tomorrow, but hopefully it'll be fine. <laughs> uh, and then number two is the corn casserole you guys had yeah, yesterday. Delicious, delicious. So Very thankfully good. I've got some context now and you know how elite it is. Uh, it's phenomenal. My mother-in-law made it. Uh, I was never a big corn guy anyway. And then I had it for the first time, like, you know, when my wife and I started dating, I'm like, holy hell, what is this? And it is relatively easy to make. Uh, number three, sweet potatoes with marshmallows. It's It's a staple with my... My mom, or excuse me, my dad's family, my grandmother made it uh, every year when we would go over to her house for Thanksgiving. That used to be one of my favorite dishes until I made it as an adult and my dad gave me the recipe and I saw how much sugar and butter went into it and it ruined it for me. Yeah. And when we like, we'll make it tomorrow. It won't be nearly as good. Like I I need somebody else, like we talked about somebody else to make it and then me just go and get it. And I don't have to be part of the process beforehand. Number four is deviled eggs. Uh, again, was not a big deviled egg person before I started dating my wife. Her mother-in-law would make them, and I'm like, mm, you know, we'll see, and they're fantastic. They do have a little bit of sugar in them, which a lot of people don't put dev- uh, sugar in their deviled eggs. Jacob and Justin both agreeing with those deviled eggs. Yeah. You guys, are you fan deviled eggs at all? Not me. I like them. I like them, I, but I like them more for, like, before we're eating and we've got a little appetizer. Yeah. Like, my grandma always makes... 
uh, like food trays and deviled eggs are usually a part mm-hmm. of them, like little snack trays, she calls them. Yeah, we've got plates from my uh, wife's uh, late grandmother who used to have serving trays and they're all like fancy. And so those are quick and easy. So I throw those together. And then lastly is, is uh, stuffing with, with cranberry sauce. I wanted to put a dessert on here. I didn't feel right knocking any of those five off. But if I had to pick a dessert, it would be pecan pie. With That's with good too. with a, a vanilla ice cream, yeah. Melt? Do you like? Do the, you have it melted? Well, the pecan pie has to be warmed up. Like we had okay. pecan pie last night; it was excellent, but it needed to go in the microwave or the oven. See, I, I don't know if this is disgusting to most people. <laughs> it but probably will be. I no. will put the ice cream on top of the pie and stick it in the microwave and have it completely melted. Okay. Different. And then mix it up. Okay. Sounds well, like curdled ice cream. Yeah, what we're about what, to talk about. Is, is it bad for you? That does not surprise me. <laughs> this graphic no. we're about to show here. In a you second. loving it. It's all good. So <laughs> you're happy with it. All right. Well, I know of a pie that is currently trending <laughs> that is way worse than that. And it is a oh my God. cranberry pie with pickles <gasps> that is has gone viral. I don't even. Apparently, it's a thing in Utah. In Utah. Except sometimes I feel like news stations or like. It's just social outlets or whatever. They'll run with something, but it's like, who? Wait, where did this actually originate from? Because to me, that kind of doesn't look real. But I will say, I'll try it. I would not try it. When you tweeted that out this morning, like, oh, I'll try anything. I'll try anything once. Never. I would never try that, especially because I like like what? What's the layer of the cake or the pie? Cranberry. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I yeah. like and I like cranberries enough. I don't want the pickles to ruin it for me. I mean, I'm not There's a crust. Oh God! The pickles to me, like, are they sweet pickles? Maybe are they salty? I couldn't tell you. That looks real. Well, that doesn't... unfortunately, no. I mean, it's a real pie, but I don't know if it's like an actual thing that like it was legitimate or somebody just tried to make something gr- like, like gross looking. It's like during Halloween, you've seen this when people put candy corn on pizza and they put it in the oven. Have you seen those photos? No. That's like a thing people do where they put a ton of candy corn. On like a um, like a homemade pizza, not a homemade pizza, but like a microwave pizza or whatever, and they eat that. When does it end? I don't know. Not I have boundaries when I eat food, uh, and I'll eat a lot of garbage. We we've talked about this before. I'll eat Hostess That's products. The candy corn thing. I won't. Um, I do. I will say that I have probably the lowest standards out of anybody here. Bar none for food. You I think just, so? Yeah. I don't think so. I will eat anything. Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah I'm not anything. trying that at all. Not at all. I don't. I'm not I'm not a cranberry pie guy at all. And then to have pickles on top of it, like that, just does not seem like that meshes well together. And who would think? You know what will make this taste better? Is like pickles. like pickles, <laughs> like like pickles on a cranberry. Yeah. Like I just can't see that. Like, I'm not into like mixing yuck. food that I would otherwise enjoy. Like I am more like, even if it's like food that's supposed to be a certain way, like the quality's not great, like the gas station food, like I know this is supposed to be a chicken salad sandwich. It's not of quality, but I know what it's supposed to be. I don't know what that's supposed to be. Thus I won't. I like weird, you know, my favorite, did we talk about this already? Like my favorite food growing up? Did we talk about this? No. Uh, I went through a phase where like I ate this for lunch Every single day, it was a peanut butter and jelly. Bread was toasted. Okay. Mm. Grape jelly, crunchy peanut butter, mm-hmm. dipped in ketchup and hot sauce. Ooh. 
lost me right there, girl. Jump off what? That's off not, the train. That's not. What are your food train. tastes? I have what? no idea. I would compare them to like a pregnant lady, but I've never been pregnant. So, yeah, that yeah. definitely sounds. If like and when you ever get pregnant, that will probably raise it to a completely different level. Peanut butter jelly toasted <laughs> jelly. Toast, you might have and to start a food blog. Ketchup and hot sauce. Oh yeah, I dip everything in ketchup and hot sauce. Everything. Wow. Yes. Oh yeah. Ketchup okay. And hot sauce. That's a unique palate. <laughs> <laughs> it got you through though, right? And I'm telling you, it yeah, got you through. It got me through. Got and I'm through. telling you, um, I have. It could be burnt, over salty, under salty, too much sugar, not enough sugar, and I'll eat it and like it. Oh, this is great. Totally that doesn't fine. make me yeah. feel good about your recommendation for the Applebee's having the best wings when you're when you're basically saying like I'll eat anything and everything's good. Well, <laughs> I am confident and secure in my taste buds. I, I, I don't doubt <laughs> and that. And so if you don't like it, it does not offend me. <laughs> and if, that's good. And I understand if you don't. That's like there you I have a unique um Too funny. palette, you know? Yeah, you do. You do. You're one of a kind, that's for sure. <laughs> oh, that's funny. All right. So I think we all agree. I would try it, but um We'll pass. We'll yeah, pass we'll, on that. We'll pass on that. Two Cranberry three, and pickle pass. pie will pass. Never. Right. Please never. All right. Let's get into my DraftKings Sportsbook pick of the week. They've got a deal going on right now where basically you can put, you have a free $25 bet uh, for a same game parlay. So I put 25 bucks on a Cowboys money line and a Cedric Wilson anytime touchdown. Do you like it, Johnny? Uh, yes, because you're missing potentially, you know you're missing Amari Cooper. Mm-hmm. And then CeeDee Lamb, if he does play, could be hampered with a concussion. They may limit his snaps. So I like that pick a lot. Okay, thank you. I appreciate that. Of course. So this deal that I mentioned, though, is for the Thanksgiving games only. So all customers get a risk-free bet up to $25 if your same game parlay doesn't win. So I'm either going to win or I'm going to get my money back. Uh, and of course, this is any uh, game on Thanksgiving Day, which includes that uh, that Cowboys game that I just mentioned versus the uh, Raiders, Bears versus Lions, and Bills versus Saints. So, get on the action! I love when they do this. It doesn't sometimes that we have you know new customer promotions, but these already for existing customers. Anybody can get some uh, skin in the game on Thanksgiving. But as always, it is 21 and over, Arizona only. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP. New customers only. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. Okay. We're going to continue on with the Thanksgiving theme and play a little exercise. Pick your Thanksgiving table. So your options are one Cardinals player, one NFL coach, so any coach, and then one former player. doesn't have to be a Cardinal, but any any former player. Johnny, how about you go first? So I gave this a lot of a long and hard thought process. I'm going to stick with Cardinals across the board because it's my team, and I don't give a shit about the other teams. I respect them, but I want to have dinner with former Cardinal players and coaches. Number one, it has to be Bruce Arians for me, for the for the coach that I would want to sit and hang out with. With all due respect to Denny Green, who was my runner-up, uh, Ken Wisenhunt, nah. Um, you know, Cliff. Once We're hoping to maybe get Cliff in studio one day, so I feel like that's obtainable. Bruce Arians sitting him down and having a couple whiskeys around the Thanksgiving table would be a lot of fun. 
Um, my f- go ahead. I was going to say, I'm just going to butt in because that was he was also my coach. OK, I feel like he would be that like he'd be like equivalent to like that uncle or like grandpa or someone who like is just offending people. Yes, all night. easily yeah. speaking his mind. Has a co- had a, a bunch of cocktails yeah. and is. Yeah, I feel like I would if I if I I love my wife's family, if I could marry into another family, it would be like Bruce Arians. If he had a daughter and be a part of that family yeah. it would be awesome. Um Second would be former player. I'm going to stick with the Cardinals. I would say Darnold Dockett. He was one of my favorite players growing up. Big, colorful guy. My wife's low-key favorite player in the history of the Cardinal franchise. She's got a Dockett jersey. So if we ever get Dockett in studio, my wife will be here. She told me that that will absolutely happen. Uh, like super personable, fun on the microphone. His Instagram page is is wild if you haven't checked that out. Dockett, would, he's not my favorite Cardinal of all time, but he's one of them. Uh, I love number 90, and I would invite him to my Thanksgiving. And then current Cardinal, I went back and forth between a couple guys. Um, I'm totally backtracking on my pick. We were we were off the cuff yesterday, or was it yesterday yeah. that I said, Kyler, I'm scrap, I'm scrapping you that. You can. You can put, revise it. I was just, we had pressure. It was too much pressure. I just couldn't. <laughs> I drew a blank. And So if we could say current Cardinals, Cheerson and I would both, I feel like we would both like want to eat with Cliff, but he's not a player. Yeah. Um, that would be my pick if it was players and coaches, just because I think Cliff's having a, a lot of fun and just letting it rip this season. I'm going to go with, with Buda Baker again, personality off the cut. Co- I want somebody who's going to be like fun to be around. And I think on this Cardinal team, he is probably one of the most fun players that they have. It's close second would be Hopkins animated. I just, I want guys that I can shoot the shit with and have a good time. And, and I think that's respect to Kyler because Kyler is very, like we talked about, he's an introvert, keeps things kind of buttoned up, close to the chest, not the most personable fella. So it would be Buddha number one and Hopkins number two for me. Frank? I mean, I like I like you guys' picks. Um, <clears throat> I decided to go with for uh, coach. I didn't really read it as any coach, but I thought any former coach in the Cardinals history. And I'm, I'm going to go with Rex Ryan. I would pick his dad, but I don't think his dad is that was be as talkative. Yeah, and buddy, and I would. Uh, I think Rex is a defensive minded guy, but there's so many questions. He he's not afraid to speak his mind. He would be fun at the table. I can pick and poke with him. He'll tell me some great stories about his dad, and I'd appreciate that just as much. Um, so Rex he talks Ryan, so much already though. I know, but that's why I would like him at my table. I just because I know he'll shoot the shit. I know he will. That's right. I know he'll be one of those guys that he, he dance, he clowns himself, he makes fun. He's uh he's more relaxed right now in the in the press than he is as a coach on the sidelines. He's um so I think he'll bring a lot to the table. Um my former cardinal would be Roy Green. Um number 81, Mr. I call him I call him Mr. 81 all the time. The Jet, Roy the Jet Green. I'm with him all the time. We play golf here in the valley a lot. He has so many stories. This is the same guy that would fly when hang around Tiger Woods and Michael Jordan and you know, Eric Allen, and, and he came through a good era in football where there was a transition. Okay, well, can, he, can you get him on the show? Yeah. I just don't, I don't, we have to, yes, I can get him on the show without a problem, oh, yeah. I get what, Let's I, get him I get on the show, saying. yes. yes. Right. I can get him on well, the show. We'll make it happen. I can get, I can get Roy Green on the show. Because he asked me about it today, he said, what are you doing? I said, I'm doing my podcast tonight, man. He's like, for real? I'm like, yeah, what podcast? I'm like, see, okay, now you tripping. <laughs> now, now you going, <laughs> now you tripping. You already know this stuff, but now you tripping, like. You know, so I don't know if it's, you know, he's he had a couple of strokes over the time. So, oh, wow. Yeah, he's had at least 
three strokes and some other health situation, but he's he always comes back in great shape. Like he comes back not like a person who had a stroke. He has a couple memory, couple brain farts every now and then, but he's the same guy that we can go play golf. And I say, Roy, I had a par on number tw- on twelve. He'd be like, Nah, you didn't have par on twelve because on eighteen you had bogey. Oh yeah, seventeen that's not you me. had birdie. Sixteen you had par. That's what he'll do. So I would love to have Roy at the table. He got so many great stories. Stuff he tells me now about him and Chuck and the stuff they do and the things they like. It's 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 really fun. And then my current player would be Marcus Golden. I think he'd be a hoot to have. I mean, yeah. to see his energy on the football field. I'm with you guys. I want somebody that can talk, some personality that will talk about the team or talk about where they're going. Plus, he's one of those guys that have a story as a veteran that will be able to tell you, you know, what it's like to be cut, come back, not to feel wanted, then to feel wanted, then to come back in and be a pro and then go out and do your job. You look like you're having a lot of fun doing something that – you know, um, and hopefully you get paid for it. So I would like to have that group at my table so we can shoot the crap, have a couple of drinks, talk about some stuff and, you know, laugh a little bit. Real quick. So Roy Jetstream yeah. Green was his nickname. Mm-hmm. Uh, was one of my dad's favorite Cardinals um, in the late 70s, early 80s. So I'm, I'm pretty sure he would freak out if Roy Green was ever on the show. He already thinks it's fantastic that Frank's on this show. So. That would, be pretty, that would be pretty oh, wild. I'm down for some Chuck and Tiger stories for look, sure. I'll get him. And when he, look, the stories he tell us now, man, is like, it's 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 stuff that you just would think like, okay, you, we saw the things that Tiger dealt with and the stuff he did. So we'll, real quick, he'd say this to you, he's like, Frank, every time Tiger won, we'd always fly to Vegas. And it'd be, it's like eight to 12 guys. And when he won, he'd, he'd win and, do his press stuff, but then as soon as that he's on his jet landing, we all meet up in Vegas, and then Mike will be there, and then Charles is there, mm-hmm, and then mm-hmm. this group of band of married men, and they're not married, but they're crazy. Mm-hmm. And so like they all have a great time, and then they get on the plane, and they go back, and they, he goes back to work. So, But it's, uh, it's a lot of great stories, man. It's too many to tell. It's just... But I, I'm a, I, I would do my best to get him on the show. Roy I Green, will. I think in 1983, 84, averaged like 20 yards a catch. Yeah. I mean, it, it, wow. unbelievable. He's like he's like number three on the list of all time when it comes to Cardinals and receptions, catches, yards, stuff like that. He's uh, I mean, I call him 81 because I don't always feel when I'm around him. I'm not 81. You're 81, Mr. 81. I mean, had some so. good 81s in Cardinal history. Quite yeah. a few. Yeah. Very Dick, fortunate. Dick Knight, Train Lane. Anquan Bolden. Anquan, Q. And Jet. Quite hey, the number. Hey boy. So that's pretty cool. So that would be my table. I think we would, I think our table would rival your table. But I do like the Bruce Harris. Bruce is a good dude. Great dad. Great yeah. homie. Great friend. Um, talk to him every now and then. But he's a really, really cool guy. Really cool guy. All right. Before we get into mine, which is almost a mixture of both of yours, uh, Want to let you guys know that we still have an awesome offer if you want to become a member and support and love what we're doing here at PHNX. We would love for you to become a, a, a part of our family. You can get a free shirt when you sign up or your first month for 50 cents. Frank's rocking one of our PHNX shirts. Yes. So if you can, if you're like, okay, I support every single team here in the Valley, it's hard for me to just pick one shirt. There you go. I love Get the yourself a PHNX. I do. Yeah, I love the material's the material. great. Excellent, I was like man. shocked the first time 
I got my hands on one of those shirts, like gray material. <laughs> well, I know like I've done it before, before joining PHNX, like you buy like kind of off brand Cardinal stuff because you think it looks cool on the internet, which is, we've all done it. And then you get it and it's that like hundred percent cotton and it's boxy and it shrinks in the wash, right? This is not that. This is form fitting. This is of quality that will last over time. And we think our, our graphics and images are pretty cool. So. We think so. We know so. We know so. All right, so my table, Cardinal player would be Marcus Golden, just like Frank said, for obvious reasons. He's funny. So there's two um, there's two things that I love in life. That's to eat mm-hmm. and laugh. Yeah. Okay. So with that in mind, I want to laugh at my Thanksgiving table. So Marcus Golden, I've never gotten through an interview or a press conference with him without laughing. He's hilarious. B.A., which we which we touched on because he's funny in his own way. He just doesn't give a shit. And um, I'm sure would be slinging drinks back and would make things interesting. And I went outside of the Cardinals for my former player. I went with Peyton Manning. Oh, okay. Because that's another funny guy. And if you got Marcus Golden, Bruce Arians, and Peyton Manning together. Well, Arians has ties to both of them. So yeah. that would be, he could be the straw that, Stirs the drink a little bit with them. Exactly. I like it. I and like it. The Peyton Manning thing came probably from my first local station was in Colorado. And so I covered Peyton's last year in the league, the year they won the Super Bowl. And then I went from there to Knoxville, Tennessee. And Peyton was always in in Knoxville doing events. But uh to be able to so I, I've always been intrigued by Peyton. So to be able to sit down at a dinner table with him and honestly, one of the funniest, I mean, one of the funniest former players, if, if Tom Brady was a, was a, was, wasn't playing, I would probably pick him too. He's another just humorous guy that I think would be hilarious to talk to, but I got to go with that. I had to go outside of the Cardinals. I like it. Very good. I do. I agree. I like your picks. I did okay. No, you did great. <laughs> I mean, your, your table is going to be a bunch of fun, laughter, jokes, um, eating, stuffing themselves. I think that would be, uh, that's all you want at, and again, this is a Thanksgiving table. It's not just like a round table. Just You're talking about the people that you can be thankful with. These guys have some accomplishments, and they, they can look at their lives and laugh and have a good time and say, you know what? I hopped into a sport. God blessed me in that sport to bless my family, to be a blessing to my community. You know, to do something that I didn't, you know, as a little kid, I always dreamed to be able to do, and then now I'm doing it. And then just to sit around and swap stories is like, um, it's some of the best things. It's some of the best times. Frank, really have is. you ever been at a table with somebody that you were like, I cannot believe I'm at the table right now yeah. with this person? Yeah. Who is that person? So, so this is, this. I missed him this year, um, but the two years ago before COVID. And it was at the, uh, it was at the, the uh, Elevate Phoenix, which is a local charity here that focuses on, you know, helping youth uh, between that, that middle school to high school age um, where they're struggling or they're not, they're not really getting that great guidance at the house. And so Tom Lehman, who is you know, a PGA professional golfer, um, he's, he's linked up with the charity. They do a great job here. So they raise tons of monies every year, ton of money to help, you know, help, help these kids in a lot of areas for scholarships, um, encouragement, uh, jobs, and they need help in a lot of areas. So the guy that I met, just to make it long story short, um, was the Allstate guy. And, you know, the, oh, yeah. the, the Allstate Wait, guy. Wait, who's the Allstate the guy? All, 
I know I can't low, remember his name. He's, here, I'll look him. He's up always the guy that says you're all, you're in good hands with Allstate. The low, he's the, got a low voice. Yeah, he's a tall, handsome brother. I uh, actually not he's not a, he's actually um, Dominican. Dennis Haysbert. But Dennis Haysbert, and he's the, he was he was Joe Boo in Major League. Yes, <clears throat> yes. He was uh, Serrano. Yes, Serrano in Major League Baseball. Yeah, and he's the guy. He's like the Allstate guy. So every time you see him, and so we was uh, oh, at the right at yes, the event. Yes, yes, yes. Funny, so sit down and chat with him real quick. He wouldn't have became an actor unless his brother told him to. Really? His brother. Yeah, his brother was kind of, he was in between. His brother was sick, and he tells us he says his brother was sick, but he he wanted to stay there with him, and he had an opportunity to go do an uh, to do a commercial or, or go on for a job, and had not he had done that, if he wouldn't have left, and his brother wouldn't encourage him to leave and tell him to go, he would have never been that guy. He said after that, his phone never stopped ringing. And it was it was for the major leagues. Oh, nice! The, the, the movie Major Leagues, and so, but I got a chance to sit down with him, and I thought those were just some great stories. I mean, like you know, you, you for me, I'm a fan. Like I know what I did, but I don't think I did a lot in some regards. I know what it feels like to be in someone's eyes in some areas, but I'm a fan. Like I'm the same dude that was. I'm a Howard Cosell, Frank Gifford. Mm-hmm. Like, I love those voices. Al Michaels, I love his voice on Monday, Monday Night Football. I love hearing these guys speak. I grew up watching a ton of sports with my dad. So my dad was a Dallas Cowboy, Pittsburgh Steeler fan. How I got my name, Franco. So yeah. Yeah. that's my nickname, Franco for Franco Harris. And so, but I'm a, I like, I get around these guys and I just kind of like, I like, I do this. I kind of like, wow. You know what I mean? Like I, I, I glow when I'm around these guys just as well, and I'm I listen to their stories. And I mean, I think that's the beauty of the game is that one thing I did learn about the NFL or getting to that next level was it's cool to be in the game, but it's even cooler when the players know you in the game. Mm-hmm. You know, because when you come in, you you idolizing those guys. Like these are the guys you played on Madden and Xbox and PlayStation, so you're watching all these guys. Like, and so my first year, I never sat on the bench during the game. Because I always wanted to watch other teams play. I wanted to see what Barry Sanders really looked like in real life. Yeah. You know, can our defense really stop him? We couldn't. I saw my first time in Denver when we played John Elway then. I thought to myself, like, man, I get to watch John Elway throw. He walks up to the line, his right leg is crooked, it's just bad knees, and he just whooped out behind. I mean, he just he threw the ball effortless. His right effortlessly. leg was crooked? Oh, well, you know, he had those bad knees. You know, he got those bad chocked up knees. Um, but just but it was visibly crooked, or yeah, no, no, it was visibly. Oh John, <laughs> I would, try, I would try to stand up and show you, but it's just it, would be, I'd be out of the shot. Jeez. So, but it was just you know knee brace and over time, you know, just those guys. Remember, those surgeries were never like these surgeries now. Yeah, these were you know long scars and whatnot from here to here, you know, just showing you just you just had ACL. So, and they didn't have great you know rehabbing at the time. But so anyway, long story short, but to be around those guys and to see them, I think that's the part where. Like we all, and that's why I think our tables that we're sitting at matter to us because they mean something to us in that manner. You know what I mean? I think that's what it is to me. I think if I had a runner up, it just didn't, I I went back and forth. If it was just like one person to sit down and have a conversation with, the player would be Jim Brown. Yeah. He just didn't fit my table. Yeah. But, oh, I think that's like the one person in my career that I haven't met that is like really the only person left that I would like kill 
to get to talk to. Well, go- growing up in Ohio, he is the man. He's he was the man, the man mm-hmm. really, before LeBron, and it probably still is. I think he's the greatest professional football player ever. Uh, with all due respect to Jerry Rice, I know Jerry had the longevity, but you watch those Jim Brown highlights. Um, he was all worldly, so that's a good pick. Yep. If we could just add one more in there, who would I? Well, I mean, we're here now. I mean, you said Jim Brown, so I'm like, I'm like, man, I would, I would, I would love to sit down with, 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 with Joe Montana. I would. I mean, I, I love the San Francisco 49ers back in that window, and I just think that you know, there are certain things that you can ask questions about. Bill Walsh, Bill Walsh system. Yeah. You know, what was Jay Rice like? You know, Roger Craig and these guys and winning. Like asking a, a winning team or a winning quarterback. Ask Cliff and Kyler that after this season. I can't wait. That's why I have my tattoos and all my good stuff. What's it like to win up. a Super Bowl? Look, when you guys, when we all get our tattoos, you're gonna, you're gonna, oh, I'm, I'll do something else. December seventh, right? Yep, December seventh. We're going live with the uh, with the tat- tattoo and studio. Um, it will be a K2 with the PHNX logo at the bottom of it or right. letters at the bottom of it. And um, we're going to move forward from there. But I'm still in between on adding the K1 mm. for Kyler Murray. If we, you know, when we, if we win the Super Bowl, Give yourself then I'll Super add a coat. I think I add a CMC on there for Colt McCoy just around the K2 some kind just of a way. Big shrine to this season. Well, what it. I could do is I can create a crown on top of the K. <laughs> And then those would be like his rubies and his gems, like right there. Yeah. You know better I mean? not be a one and done team in the playoffs. That's gonna suck. That would caca. It would suck boo boo. It would. But guess what? We're excited about what's going on, and we got a lot of you know a lot of things to be thankful for. So I agree. Grateful. We're gonna get and we're gonna get into all the things we have to be thankful for. But first, a reminder: uh, a Turkey Day no-brainer that you can't miss. New customers who have not yet downloaded the DraftKings Sportsbook app can do so. Use the code PHNX. Bet a dollar on any Thanksgiving NFL game. Win one hundred dollars in free bets if either team scores a point. If you already have downloaded the app, you've been using it already. Well, all customers can also get a risk-free bet up to twenty-five dollars on a same-game parlay if it doesn't win. So. Either get your money back uh, or your your bet's going to hit and you're going to win some money. So that is a no-brainer for me. Let's get into what we're thankful for. Really, as Cardinals fans and, and being here in Arizona, I was walking out uh, to my car to, to come here. And I was like, you know what? Anybody who lives in the state of Arizona has a lot to be thankful for. Because we seriously, in my biased opinion live in the best state in the United States. It is gorgeous. I didn't even have to put a jacket on to come out. As somebody that grew up in Cleveland, my like shoes would be all slushy and muddy because there's like snow and slush and a winter coat and my my uh, windshield would be frozen. I'd have to scrape it off Terrible. around this time. Awful. Yeah. You know what I'm talking I about, I do. Johnny. I'm going back to Chicago next weekend for the game with PHNX, and I will get to experience that firsthand. And I'll get a taste of it for 48 hours, and I'm going to be like, it's like that Seinfeld meme. I'm going to be like, mm, that's enough. Not Johnny, for me. Are you going to wear a marshmallow suit? Am I going to wear a puffy coat? Oh, no. yes, please. I have a very slick blue pea coat that I will be wearing. Uh, no puffy coat for me. Now, if we have to do some January football, God what forbid. What about on one of road. those hats with like the... the um, Oh, like what? Are the, I always want to call with them the like, fur. with the with the fur, but yeah. it's got like the flaps on the no. sides and the fur. I'm trying to make an impression. I'm going back to my <laughs> home state. I'm going to gloat about PHNX. I don't want to look like a big puffy marshmallow boy, uh, so I'm not going to do that. But I'm with you, Cheerson. Very thankful. Can I talk about what I'm thankful for? I was thinking about it when we were 
when we were um, running through the rundown today. In 2018, in December 2018, early January of 2019, the Cardinals had two interviews in place, one with Cliff Kingsbury and one with Adam Gase. Um, Adam Gase was coming off being fired by the Miami Dolphins, but during his tenure there, he made the playoffs. Um, supposedly, had the Cardinals not convinced Cliff Kingsbury to sign with this organization, they would have hired Adam Gase. I'm thankful that that did not transpire, and they ended up with Cliff Kingsbury. That is a big thank you. Yes, yes. It's The Jets are their own kind of disaster, and they probably would have ruined Cliff anyway. But I remember being at the grocery store in Oregon when we lived there at the time and just consistently scrolling through Twitter and trying to get updates from people I know. And it was just like they're, they're very high on Cliff Kingsbury. Adam Gase is in the mix as well. And sure enough, right when the Cardinals – broke and they hired Cliff like a day later the Jets hired Adam Gase because they were the they were the runner up and that could have been the Cardinals because Cliff went and I think interviewed with the Jets first and then Michael Bidwell picked him up on his plane that's even more bizarre to me because the storyline was like how does a guy who got fired by his alma mater and took a job with another college yeah then become a the head coach of the Arizona Cardinals, but he actually had multiple teams interested in it. Yes. which is crazy. Yeah, and it was that McVay effect. I'm pretty sure that year the LA Rams went to the Super Bowl and lost, and he had ties to McVay, and the, everybody wanted to do what the Cardinals have done. They they wanted to bring him on and say, "Fix our young quarterback." The Cardinals had Rosen, and the Jets had Darnold. Fix our quarterback. We'll figure out the defense. We'll get you a savvy better. I mean, he took an offensive coordinator job. No, he didn't. He, didn't, right, he wasn't US, even a, another head they, coach. They looked. They looked at his resume at Texas Tech, record aside, and said instant office offense, and that's what wins in the NFL. And you molded Patrick Mahomes. Come here and be a pseudo OC head coach, and we'll figure out the rest later. And that was the trend. And you could argue, three and a half years later. It's still the trend because I don't know how many defensive coordinators are going to survive this season, defensive head coaches, how many defensive head coaches are going to be hired this offseason. It's going to be all offensive guys, I think. Look at the guys that are on the hot seat. Mike Zimmer, Vic Fangio, Robert Sala. I, I mean, if you're hiring a head coach these days and you don't have like a and Pete Carroll's a defensive coach, he could be on the way out. If you don't have a, a, an established quarterback like a Russell Wilson or somebody like that that can carry the offense and you're trying to save your franchise and you've drafted a quarterback, you got to get an offensive guy. Cardinals update says grateful for Bidwell not letting Kingsbury go Absolutely. that day until he signed. Go look at the tweets by Rappaport and Company a couple years ago. I'm sure you could look them up. It was it was neck and neck between the Cardinals and the Jets. Wild. Pretty crazy. <laughs> Frank, do you have anything to add? I do, and I'm going to dive in exactly where we are with the the Cliff situation. There was so much negative talk and about our first round draft pick and who and who and what and what we should do. And the Cardinals had the first round, the you know, first overall pick in the draft. And then, you know, I'm I'm thankful that we did get a quarterback. Like not just a I'm I look great in shorts and I'm tall and I got a good arm and a brain. So I'm I can who be a great quarterback. There, well right? I'm not the ones that we had here prior to the yeah. one we got now. And not knocking anything like he's not smart. Kyle's very smart, but he's very athletic, and he's a true quarterback, but he's a winner. And that was proven despite his height. And the conversation was, well, we need a tall quarterback. He's going to get hurt and all this other stuff. And I, 
my argument, my point was he's playing against the same guys for the most part that they're going to draft. Like there are six foot six defensive linemen. There are six foot six defensive ends. There are five, you know, six foot four big linebackers coming out of out of the conference he's playing in. And there's also some great talent. And so he did extremely well there. He won the Heisman. He dominated in all he dominated the entire that league without a problem. And I was gl- I'm grateful and thankful that the Cardinals draft that they drafted him despite his height. And that's Kyler Murray. Great that point. that to me is like everything about Cliff, I still say without Kyler, if he had you, um, Rosen, we'd be you would you he'd be gone. Josh Rosen. Josh Rosen. I keep saying Drew Rosen. Every it time but Josh Rosen, he'd 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 be gone. And I just and that to me says that a good combination happened. They 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 called a unicorn a unicorn moment where it, it was a crescendo situation where a, a coach and a quarterback could merge and come together and figure this thing out. And one with more talent athletically can make a lot of stuff happen, got away with a lot of stuff. And then now when you see the maturation process of both of them and it's and it looks really good right now. Thankful for Steve Kimes' boldness, mm-hmm. right? Willing to to risk it all, really. He did really honestly risk <laughs> yeah, it did. all by bringing in Cliff and Ky- and then drafting Kyler after you already, you know, what you did with Rosen. I mean, all this stuff. But he uh is is fearless in that regard, was willing to risk it all. So grateful for Steve Kime. Also grateful that we're covering a winning team, a team yep. with the yeah. best record in the in the NFL. You can't ask for much more than that in our position. What as fans, as members of a of a community in a city that are just super pumped to 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 watch a team. It's almost infectious, and um, it makes our job a lot easier because I mentioned this after the Panthers game. Texans game even though it was a win but I don't want to be watching shitty football yep. all season long and we've been really lucky with that we have been super fortunate first year like first we had been up and running here at PHNX for about a month or less than that and we were the first beat to cover live sporting events and uh, I'm very thankful for this team and the way that we've responded and the support we have from not only those internally, but externally as well, and the support that you've all have given us. And it, it's just a beautiful marriage right now. We get to watch a historic season potentially take place. It's kind of poetic. I feel like I could go down and list like every player on the Cardinals roster and be like, I'm thankful for him, and I'm thankful for him, and I'm thankful for him. Got all, we've got like a loaded team here in Arizona. Yeah. Hey, I'm thankful for for. Michael Bidwell. Um, he is somebody that I've been adamant you can win a Super Bowl with. Uh, he's not the he's not Steve Buscemi. He's not you know they don't have the Steelers history, the Packers history. But since he's taken over the team, uh, they've been a very relevant franchise. And I was pounding the table in that January 2019. You got to pivot off Kime. What what are you doing with Cliff? Like these moves, I don't understand. You just took Rosen. And he's he stayed the course. I mean, we're, we're talking about Kimes patience and his gamble. It was really Michael Bidwell. He made a decision that I'm going to stick with Steve. I've seen him at his best. And when he's, his best is very good. When, what we've seen this year, he is going to be in the running for executive of the year again uh, and has rebuilt this team on the fly. So I, I give a, Michael Bidwell is a good owner that I think will eventually host a Lombardi trophy for the city. Okay. I hope that for him. I, hope I really so. do. I, well, I mean, I, I agree. I think Mike has done. So let's tell of two tapes or you know, two two histories. 
the dad would not resign players. And I didn't want to knock Bill. No, Bill, but that's Bill what I'm saying. Bill. That's so that's why it only it, we can be thankful for this because if you're you have any history with the Arizona Cardinals and my tenure and mine from ninety five to two thousand two, we let go at least nine players that went to other places that potentially won Super Bowl rings. And they went on and continually played in the they went on and went to Super Bowls, Pro Bowls, they was and, and all these things and they were good, good players, but dad had them dad was limited by the stadium out of ASU, so he didn't have all the other props that Mike is and Mike has the ability to have him right now having his own stadium. But we let go a lot of players and he had a he had a he had an amount he would pay a player and if he was past that amount, no matter what free agency said, that was it. Right before I left, right after I left, actually it was me, David Boston, Marte Jenkins, and and Jake Jake the Snake was gone in one year. Like that was the whole entire offense. And then Denny Green came in and he's he brought in Anquan and a couple other players, an older a veteran. Josh McCown. Uh, Mm. You know what I mean? So like these are the things that you Crazy say. To think about. And then but they re-signed these guys. So like Mike and Rod Graves at the time was a general manager and they was re-signing guys to long-term contracts. Scott Player was the first one I've seen as a kicker get a long-term deal. That was crazy <laughs> to me, but they did. He was a Pro Bowl punter only because he punted so much cuz the offense was not good. <laughs> he punted Same a lot. Neil Rackers. Yeah. Right? Neil Rackers was great when he didn't have to kick under pressure. So these, so these, these are, but when you look at it, it is it is the tale of how Mike runs his organization since he's taken the reins of it, even when Dad was alive. And the, the things he did was continually give Arizona and the base, the, the the you know this base of fans, an opportunity to believe that you would always have talent on the field, and we're not just letting the talent get away. And that to me was an impressive move. And since he's done that. The guys have wanted to stay. You've been able to get guys to come from other teams to come here and play. The city is a great place to play, right? The weather is awesome. They got a new, they got a stadium on on behalf of that. So there's a lot of things to be thankful, but I agree with him 100%. Since Mike's taken over, this has been a different feel. As a former player, I don't look at it from that standpoint. I look at it as a, now I look at it from a, I know the business side, but as a fan, like don't cheat the fans. Don't, 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 don't do what the Diamondbacks did when a world champion and washed the team. Don't do that. Don't do what the Suns have done for years, which is got close to winning something and then just did a dump, dumpster fire of the talent. And that, to me, would have been Mike hasn't done that, and I appreciate that. Yep. Well, I'm thankful for you guys. Thankful for everybody tuning in right now and checking us out. Yeah. So much to be thankful for this year. And if you want something to talk about on the thanks at your Thanksgiving table, how about our block party that's coming up? Rams, Monday night game. Uh, we've got a an awesome event going on. Our partners with Bird Gang Travel Club, the Lola, out at Westgate. That's Monday, December 13th. So that's coming up. That tailgate event, uh, our block party event, rather. Three to six before that game. We can't wait. It's going to be great. Be, you know, division game. We're all going to be out there. So something to talk about. Maybe you, the fam. Talk about the Thanksgiving. Maybe you can decide that you're going to be out there with us. Not if you're going, but how many tickets do you need? There you go. That's the kind of there conversation we want you to have. If you haven't hit that subscribe button to YouTube, wherever you get your podcasts, please do so. Follow us on social media at phnx underscore cardinals. We'll see you tomorrow. Happy Thanksgiving. Bye.